It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangena. You better not have peaked. I didn't peak. Okay. All right. Well, tell me when to go. Ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. All right, Daniel. Daniel. Okay, Emily. Question number one. Sure. How do I learn to say no? Um, easy. You say no. It's so easy. I, I, there's a, a YouTube video, um, really, really interesting one actually, of a, a TED talk. I don't remember the um, the presenter's name, but she actually her, her TED talk is called "Learning the Art of Not Giving a Fuck." That's what it's about, and um, it basically says have in your mind recognition of the fact that you've got an allotted amount of F's to give in life. And when you reach your limit, say no. So what I often find is people get into a position where they, they struggle to say no to people because they start prioritizing other people's joy over their own. So if you want to say no to something, a lot of the time it's because it doesn't serve you. It doesn't bring you joy. You just don't want to do it. So if you don't want to do it, then harness the power of choice and don't do it. If, however, you're in a situation whereby your environment is filled with people who impose a will on you of things you don't want to do, then what you might need to consider is that there needs to be a shift in your environment. And I understand that that's not always easy, and I understand that that doesn't always happen overnight. However, the bottom line is you learn to say no by saying no, and you get the strength to say no by having enough confidence or... Enough self-love, I'll say, enough value of your own worth to recognize that sometimes your joy means more than the, pl- the placating that you're making to other people by telling them yes when you really, really don't want to. And at the end of the day, if you don't want to be there, your energy is not really going to be right anyway. If you're going to support someone at something and you don't actually want to be there, your energy is going to be not really going to be right anyway. So you're not even serving them by being there anyway. So consider those things, but most importantly, care enough for yourself to, um, to put yourself first sometimes. Love it. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, this one's, I love this one. How do you start believing in yourself and your abilities to take on big life changing goals? How do you believe in yourself and your ability to take on? Well, mindset resonates with me as being the first place to start. But what I would say is if you don't have, if you're having issues within yourself of confidence, spend time in as much as quiet as you can um, and zero in on those things in your life that you do comfortably have confidence in. So you, you want to bring into your awareness those things in your life where you know you demonstrate a level of competence or, or confidence. So for example, you might be really good at your job. So if you're really good at your job, spend time focusing on the energy of I'm confidently good at my job. It might be a hobby or skill that you have. Zero your energy on, on that. And whenever you start to feel that you're in a situation where you don't really feel that you have uh, great confidence in yourself, try to tap into the feeling of what it feels like to be confident 
by drawing on the real experience of things in your life that you are confident about. Because sometimes people try to do this fake it till you make it thing, but they do it on the basis of not really actually having a genuine um, uh, mental point or memory to tie into. So it's like, if I want to feel, if I want to fake it till I make it about being rich, but I have no idea what it means to be rich, you're never going to be successful at pulling in that energy of being rich, of abundance, because you've got no mental um, focal point. What was that? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Anchor, did you pattern. say? Pattern. You no pattern. You've got no pattern to tie into. You've got nothing that you can draw and no experience that you can call on. So if you're saying, I want to do something big, but I don't feel confident about doing it, stop for a second. Keep the vision of the big, but let's step back a bit. Sometimes you can break a big thing into smaller tasks and then you can find the strength on the basis of your current experience. Find things that are on that same level of what you've got already within that broken down task and apply that energy and confidence into it. And then over time, you're going to build a pattern of confidence. It's not something that happens overnight. One thing that people forget is that who you are now is not your entire lifetime. If I mean, I'm, I'm 34 years old, right? So all I... I am today as a, as a result of 34 years of life experience. So when I come into a situation, I'm coming to a situation with 34 years of life experience becoming who I am. So when I exhibit confidence about something, it's because I've spent a period of time developing that confidence. If you're trying to approach a task that's grander than you've ever tried to do before, you're probably not going to have had the life experience which will give you the pattern, thank you very much, Emily, to say, I can do this. So break it down into smaller tasks. If it's a big business, for example, break it down into smaller objectives. If it's uh, a charity, break it down into smaller tasks. If it's a big thing like you want to go and you want to get married, but you, you, you've never really been in a long-term relationship, something like that, break it down into smaller tasks. If you've got a community group, a choir, a play that you want to put on, you want to make a, a best-selling movie, break it down into smaller tasks and get some support. And if you're really, 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 really still struggling, consider your environment. Is it supporting this objective of you being more confident? Or are the people around you putting you down all the time and not believing in your dreams? Find mentors. A lot of people are online giving free positive and, and um, motivating material. You guys, for example, you're putting out positive information every day. Um, I pretty much do it every day. And there's others who are putting out positive information every day that people can draw on as a well, a reservoir of positivity to inject into their life. But you're going to have to remember that if you're planning on doing something you've never done, you're going to have to do things that you've never done to get there. So if you're, you may consider that you're going to have to uh, sacrifice time, people in your life, um, things and hobbies, uh, you may end up having to move, for example. Big things require big action in order for them to be executed. So be ready to do that. But yes, break it down into smaller tasks. Find things in your life that you can genuinely feel confident about. Draw on that energy, draw on that, on, on that pattern and start to apply it on smaller levels of things and build up a habit of being confident. Love it. Perfect. Feel free to chime right. in, by the way, if you want to poke at me oh I, no i was just one thing to add to that it, it you know in following all those wonderful steps you laid out and it still feels like it's it's not coming i would just say go inside and look at what's holding you back inside do you have some limiting beliefs exactly uh, exactly exactly because our, inner world, our, our outer world is a reflection of our inner world right absolutely, so absolutely. do some work on the in, on, on their inner world yeah. and even looking at, uh, at the the work that you guys are doing with insight 
-hmm. everything is inside of you mm -hmm. if you just consider even if you don't believe in it as such even if you take a moment to consider the possibility that everything's inside of you then that grand task is a reflection yeah. of what's inside of you so maybe look at what's going on on in the on in going on on the inside and it's again it's not an overnight thing all of no. us doing this work we still face challenges right every single day Every day. I was chatting to Scott earlier about a challenge I'm having at the moment as well. And I had to take the time to go inside, yep. Yep. look at what's happening on the inside and how yep. that was reflecting yes. in what was appearing in my outside. So yeah, always remember yeah. mindset, but the mindset yeah. in itself is a reflection of what's happening on the inside. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, this, I, I, this is a great question. As a leader, what is your fundamental goal in the development of those that you lead? So for me, uh, obviously my mission statement is to, in short, I mean, I make it very flowery and I actually recorded the, um, recorded, I've written, the, I've drawn up my manifesto now. So I've got my manifesto, I've got my mission statement and these are all things that yeah. encapsulate something very, very simple. The tribe of people that I feel called to lead are the dreamers. Mm -hmm. Those who dream with their eyes open. Mm -hmm. And what that means is we live out our life purpose Eyes open to what's happening in the world around us. Mm -hmm. Eyes open to our responsibility mm -hmm. to bring it, bringing it to life. Mm -hmm. And for me, there's a couple of things. First of all, leading by example. Very, Love very it. important. Very important. Very, very, very important. Being authentic myself, so that the energy that I'm resonating to those who are leading, who I am leading, have that authentic energy to tap into. Yes. And I would say, other than that, loving, genuinely wanting the best for those who I am leading. Um, yes. There's other things, of course, but those are kind of, sure. you can read those in any leadership book, you know, listen to yeah. them and, you know, yeah. uh, support them and give them mentorship. We all know those things. Those are basic. You can sure. type in leadership into Wikipedia and it'll probably give you right. that. One. But Absolutely. looking at it from the other side, it's leading by example. Yes, I being think it's authentic huge. in myself. Um, mm -hmm. Being aware of my responsibility as a leader, I think as well, yeah. will, will ties into that. Um, mm -hmm. And just loving them, wanting the best for them and knowing that they can have the best. So them being in my sphere, they then become a part of my reality. So because they're in my fishbowl, mm -hmm. that means that what's happening inside of me mm -hmm. is them. Mm -hmm. So they become yeah. a part of my reflection. So yes. if I'm consciously aware of what I'm reflecting from my inside out to them as people mm -hmm. inside my fishbowl, then again, yeah. I'm assisting them and I think I'm, I'm, I'm giving them the best chance of being the best that they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think being authentic to yourself is, is also way up there with importance because people will feel that, they'll feel that energy, they'll draw on it. It, it will make them want to be better and more authentic. And will enable them to. And the other thing as well, um, that authenticity, just, just not to cut, but just to, the authenticity also is to my mission. I am on my right path. Yes. So by making sure that I'm authentic to my path and my mission, that means that I'm actually in the right place. And if I'm in the, if I'm in the right place of leadership, then it's cool. But I'm also aware if ever there comes a time when someone who I am leading, I am no longer serving by leading them. Yes. By in loving them, I will also serve them by pointing them in the right direction for someone who'd be better capable of leading them. Love it. 
That's so important. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so kind of um, a spinoff, mm -hmm. I, I would say on that is um, what piece of advice do you often give but find yourself struggling to follow? That's a big one. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. And there's so much of it. I mean, um, obviously, I'm working on a draft right now, a redraft, um, so we can put out the Dreamers Manifesto. And it's quite funny because as I'm going through it, I'm reminding myself of what I need to be living mm -hmm. the truth. I need mm -hmm. to. So yeah. I'm very, very open and honest about the fact that, you know, I'm no guru, um, right. by no means perfect. I am actually, everything that I'm talking about, I'm speaking to myself too. Yeah. I'm yeah. employing this on a daily basis. Yeah. I still seek counsel from, from others. Yeah. I still reach out and get love and support from people when I'm, I'm facing challenges with, with, with things. Um, but the fact of the matter is, I think that my honesty about that better enables me to lead other people to do the same thing. Because Absolutely. I'm finding my humanity, my, my, mm -hmm. my flaws, quote unquote yeah. flaws. If you listen to this, you can't see I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now. Um, <laughs> I'm honest about those. So I would say for me as a person, some of my challenges as a person generally come around um, awareness sometimes. My awareness can slip off from time to time. So I, I, I'm very conscious of that. Um, and also, ooh, there are quite a few, uh, to be honest, there, there are quite a few because I am human. Absolutely. But I would say awareness, thinking and feeling with yeah. awareness. I yes. Would that would probably be, if I was to, to, to find a linchpin one, mm -hmm. that I, I always have to be really, really on point with. Mm -hmm. um, it'd be, yeah. 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 And I think that's an ongoing everyday lifetime step exactly. that we have every day. But the life, but, but the work is every day, right? The work that's, is every day. It is every day. Um, yeah. But the good thing, like we always say about the narrow road, the narrow road up the, the windy road. Yeah. It's not the easiest road, but the wide road, it's easy, but it leads nowhere. Oh, I love that. The wide and easy road, it's easy or whatever. It leads nowhere. You're just going round yeah. and round the mountain, right. bottom, right. The, the foot of the mountain. Right. The rocky road, but you do get to the top of the mountain and there's a joy there. So yes, Absolutely. it's a challenge. Yes, the work yeah. is every day, but yeah. the payoff is oh. amazing. The joy that yeah. you what about you? Um, I'm interested. What would you say? Is yeah, the joy, the, joy is, the joy is something that's undescribable, I think, exactly. to anyone unless they felt it. Exactly. Well, what's your one? Why don't you answer that question? I'd be interested to hear what your response would be to yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I, I, you know, I tend to think kind of the same thing, staying conscious yeah. um, and, and constantly looking inside and going, okay, what is this a reflection of? And not getting caught in those, in those old beliefs, old feelings of victim blame, you know, exactly. why is it happening? I think that's, that's for me huge. It's, you know, it's always easier to see something in somebody else than it is mm -hmm. in yourself. Of yeah. course, they're a reflection of you. So it's you trying to tell yourself something. It's whether you listen to that or not. And really just take a couple minutes to step outside of the situation yeah. and go, okay, you know, what's really going on here? Because it's, mm -hmm. you know, I, like you said, we're human. So things happen and we react and, exactly. and, but, but, like you said, on this path, the further you get on it, the less the reaction time is, the less emotion you time. get. It takes time. It takes I mean, time. 
especially if you've just started thinking of feeling of awareness, you've just started taking responsibility and control of your life. Yeah. Even if you're 20 years old, you've spent yeah. 20 years yeah. learning to yeah. do things this way. Absolutely. For me, my spiritual practice is really not even two years old. It, it's really... Yeah. Me too. Yeah. There are elements of it that I was practicing before, visualization, yeah. goal setting, but I was using right. it very much from a... Um, business. A competitive name, business you know, mm-hmm. matter to matter, not yeah. from energy, not from a yes. loving place, but from a, right, we've got to go and get it place. Yes. Which yes. is fine. You know, I'm not knocking on people who do do that, but it, no. it, it fell out of resonance with who I was becoming, right? Yeah. So there are a lot of times when I still have to spend a lot of time um, breaking out of a step loop, mental loop. But I'm very fortunate that obviously I've spent years developing the beyond intention paradigm. So I'm quite practiced now in applying it, but mm-hmm. I still have to apply it. Right. Yes. So yeah. remember, except, okay, this crazy situation, even like um, when people really, really pee me off, right. Mm-hmm. Putting myself in their shoes metaphorically mm-hmm. and energetically. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And then again, rec- that's step one for me normally. Okay. All right. Put myself in their shoes See it from their yeah. perspective, step one. Mm-hmm. And then after that, okay, now I'm in their shoes. It's time for me to recognize that the shoes, the person, all of them are just a reflection of something inside of me. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now take mm-hmm. it once I can accept that, yeah. then I take it a step further. Mm-hmm. Okay, I accept mm-hmm. that I have either allowed or created it, whichever one I'm ready to accept at the time, because sometimes you're ready yeah. to accept it and sometimes yeah. you're not, right? So whichever one has got the least, yeah. Yeah. I go there next. So it's okay, I can yeah. accept that I allowed this to manifest in my life. Love it. Okay, yeah. now I created it. Oh God, I created it. Oh. Then the guilt yeah. in, then you've got to bring the guilt yep. back. Then, the back door. You, yeah. then you find whatever exercise you need to clear it, whether, uh, for me, obviously meditation is great, heart coherence. Oh, I'm loving the heart coherence right now. Um, do some heart coherence, um, breathing exercises, breathing. Mm-hmm. like the Kundalini, just to get rid of that trapped energy. Yep. Then once I've cleared, go back to the beginning. How do I feel mm-hmm. about it? Can I accept it completely? Mm-hmm. Yes. Gratitude. Thank you for the experience. Yes. Okay. I can't thank, be grateful for all of it. Okay. Let's step back. Find something within it I can be grateful for. Okay. Yeah. I can be grateful for that. Yep. Okay. Now let that gratitude expand bring it into mm. the heart center mm. sit in it okay yeah okay okay yeah all right all of it i created all of it so really i should be grateful at least for the ma- for the demonstration of my creative power because i created oh. it here okay i love it wicked and then go into the silence check the feedback that's mm-hmm. what listening is all about feedback mm-hmm. feedback is there mm-hmm. are there any gremlins sitting there are there mm-hmm. any niggly voices if there are mm-hmm. go back to the beginning accept that voice Clear it. Yep. Ratchet. Yep. Listen. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Thank you. Yeah. And then we can celebrate. Yeah. 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 So I'm good. I apply it yeah. all the time, but this is something that happens all the time. Yes. At home. Um, fallouts with with humans. Um, yep. People cutting you up when you're driving. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. The annoying telephone call from like those sales yep. people. You know, someone's yep. late yep. and tries to mess up your day. Like yep. whatever it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think just, you know, even if you're, you're, you're kind of getting so caught up that you can't even separate yourself for a minute, I think distraction is a great tool too. I mean, yesterday yeah. we're in the car and, you know, 
Scott, someone cut him off or something and he got frustrated and I, and he, you know, clearly was, was getting frustrated. And I started laughing. I just started laughing <laughs> and, and that caused him to laugh because he, he knew, you know, yeah. he knew like, okay, all yeah. right. I know what's going on here. Okay. Laughter is such yeah. an amazingly powerful oh. tool because you can't oh. laugh and be peed off at the same time. Yes. Yes. Energy can't exist in the same space. Yes. Just like you can't be loving and hateful at the same time. That's why Greg Braden's, um, I love Greg Braden's um, work with Blessing. I, I love oh, yeah. It. Yeah. I, I yeah. absolutely love it because you can't bless it and curse it at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. Blessing is a very simple thing. It's a, yeah. very, a very simple template for it. Um, mm -hmm. But once you're blessing it, that can just create that space for you to say, oh, Oh, I see it now, and you can step away from it and see it for what it is. Yes. And yes. as you step away from it, then you, you've got obviously yep. this takes time; it doesn't happen overnight. But no. as you learn to step away and see it, then you separate from it, and it's okay. The energy of it, it is yeah, broken. yep. No, absolutely, I love that. I, I think this is one that uh, you know probably a lot of people question or struggle with: Are relationships the number one key to happiness? I actually saw and this so one. <laughs> I saw this one and I, I thought that you were going to pick this one. Um, for those listening, um, Emily's randomly picking questions at random that I've been asked on, on Quora. I'm quite active on there. One of the top speakers, obviously, in, in motivational speaking and a couple of other areas. But um, yeah, I saw that. I would say yes, but the relationships with yourself. Oh, perfect. I mean, what more do you say, really, to that? Yeah. Um, the relationships that you have with others will never succeed as long as you don't have a healthy loving relationship with yourself I had the same I, had a, I was with a good friend of mine yesterday and it's quite funny because I haven't seen her for like two years and in this two years she's now into meditation she's like into spiritual practice she's like yeah I don't even need a man right now because I've actually recognized that I was trying to fill holes in my life with love and affection from other people but now I feel so good in myself that mm -hmm. the level of worth that I've placed on myself means that the standard that people have to reach in order to be in my space is a lot higher. And yes. so as a result, she's not falling into the same um, yeah. mm -hmm. situations that she was falling mm -hmm. into before. Um, yep. She's not having the same loops around, because so many of us have loops around relationships, not just romantic relationships, friendships, no, sure. frenemies, Absolutely. those yep. friends, you don't even like each other. Why are you friends? So you can talk about each other. Okay, so you're keeping, yep. you're keeping a worldview in place that, you know, mm -hmm. I have to be unhappy, you know, I have to be miserable, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So relationships mm -hmm. are important. Love is a beautiful thing. However, mm -hmm. until you have a solid and stable relationship with yourself, it's completely pointless. And you will never have a healthy relationship with others until you have a relationship, relationship with yourself. Absolutely. 100% agree. And, and know that in my own life. So um, that's why I picked it, because it was... <laughs> But you, but you found, joy. You, found joy. you found joy. You found your joy magnified through a relationship. But then both of you were in, in a place where your energy matched, yeah. and that relationship yes. created a space yeah. for more love, yep. as opposed to toxic relationships that drank from each other or negative oh, worldviews or whatever. whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think even, like you said, on an energetic level, I think, you know, once you start doing the work to find that self-love and self-acceptance self and self-worth, your energy level is at such a higher level that, like you said, you, those people have to come up to your level. And that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest lessons I learned was, mm -hmm. was 
people coming up to meet you instead of you bringing your energy down to meet people exactly. that aren't ready to come up to you. So nobody's being served by you bringing your energy down. Nobody's being served, and Nobody that's one thing that people need to get yes. wrapped around. Okay. Why are you doing something that doesn't make you happy and doesn't serve anybody anyway? Just like no. going back to the person about saying no, it's not making yeah. you happy. It's not no. serving anyone anyway. So why no. are you just multiplying the, the sadness? Right. How about just right. you know, leave it? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And in the end, because I used to be a yes person, I think it's just a form of being a martyr. You're, you're saying no, 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 no. But really, you're just making yourself feel better when you're not really making yourself feel better or anyone else because you're not no. being authentic. No. Authenticity. Exactly. Big word. Um, okay. So th- this is kind of a, a good segue. How do you manage doubt when it pops up in your life? I accept it. I accept it and I listen to it. Because the fact of the matter is, again, we're human. There will always be spaces in our life where we do experience feelings like doubt. Doubt is saying, I can't or I am not, right? You're saying, here is Mm -hmm. a vision of Mm -hmm. what I want or what I want to achieve or what I want to be. And here is me not really meeting that standard, whether it's lack of, whether there's doubt in, uh, I'm taking this from this person. I'm assuming that this question is in relation to self-doubt as opposed to doubting other people, yeah. right? I'm, I'm keeping on, sure. on self-doubt. So yeah. by listening to the doubt, going into it and saying, literally having a, a, con- a conversation with it. And a lot of these things that I'm saying, at first they may feel a bit weird, but by practicing it, you get into a habit of seeing the benefit of it and, and, and getting along with it. But literally challenging it something called options method which i use very very regularly i got it in um one of joe vitale's book uh the key i think it was called um i read it about 10 years ago but he his his book was all about healing methods basically so joe vitale featured in the secret and um in fact the clearing step of the beyond intention paradigm a lot of that came from studying his work both here with um, the key and also in another book he wrote called um, Zero Limits. But what he basically does in options model is you literally mm-hmm. almost interview that thought and put it on trial. So you don't resist it because what you resist persists. Mm. Oh no, I, I don't want to be doubtful. Then you're locking yourself in the energy of it by stepping back from it. Again, coming to this thing about stepping back from it and observing it. Um, Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about this in The Power of Now. Mm-hmm. It's one of my five, book, five books to live by. But by stepping back and saying, okay, Mr. Mm-hmm. Down, where do you come from? How would I feel if you weren't here? Yeah. How do you serve me? What's your role? Mm. What can I learn from you? Challenge it and you start to see how ridiculous it is a lot of the time. The second that you put some of these thoughts on trial, you can literally get to a place where you start to laugh at them because it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. And it might take a few times. Yeah. The first few times you might challenge it and it might win. But as you get into the mm-hmm. habit of challenging these thoughts, bit by bit by bit, chipping away at them, it could take a day, it could take a minute, it could take a month, it yeah. could take a year. But the fact of the matter is, as long as you're consistently chipping away at it, it will yeah. dissipate. And like we said, we spend so much of our life learning to be who we are today. Yeah. Investing that time and energy in making choices that push you in a direction that better serves you and makes you more joyful. Yes, it might take time. Yes, it's going to be a lot of work, but the payoff is worth it. So accept it. Don't try and fight it. Accept it. 
and challenge it. Mm-hmm. Challenge the mm-hmm. roots of it and see what you can learn from it. Because when you, when you learn something from, the, from these negative, negative, air quote, emotions, mm-hmm. negative feelings, mm-hmm. quote, air mm-hmm. quote, negative mm-hmm. <laughs> feelings, when you learn something from it, then you can actually transcend them. Because if you just keep dusting them under the carpet, mm-hmm. no matter what your practice is, if you're just dusting them under the carpet, then they come back up again. But by yeah. you bring it in, say, okay, Mr. Doubt, come into the house, let's sit down, let's have a cup of tea. Yeah. And let's just get it over with. Yes. Let's yes. just work out what it is. Let's yeah. end this relationship. Because yeah. you're not serving me, and I have a choice about whether you're going to be here or not. So let's have a tea. Yeah. Cup of tea. And yeah. But yeah. But definitely acceptance, yeah. number one. And I think and I think it's huge to always remember you have a choice. You're trying, you're trying right now, but I see it, not going to work. Thank exactly. you. See you later. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what lifestyle change has altered your life the most? What one. lifestyle change has altered my, altered my life the most? Mm-hmm. Accepting responsibility entirely. Leaving myself no, leaving myself zero space to give any responsibility for anything in my life to anybody else. I love it. I could talk I about meditation. It. I could talk about um, my morning regime. I could talk about um, getting therapy. I could talk about all of these things. However, none of them mean as much as the simple practice of taking complete and utter, total, no holds barred, regardless of how illogical it looks, responsibility for every single thing in my life. Reason being, now nobody and nothing has any power over me. And I have complete and utter power over exactly what I want to create in my life going forward. So that's it. That is it right there. That is it. Mm-hmm. That is it. And that's why it's that's why it's step one in the paradigm, right? Except yes. foundation. Oh. From there, you've got the power to move move on and do what yes. you want. If you yes. And don't get me wrong, one of the challenges that I get sometimes is those little backdoor ones. Like I had I'd share a funny story. I recognized about a week ago that um, the practice of letting the journey, leaving the journey to greater forces and focusing mm-hmm. only on the destination. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that thing of um, I'm manifesting only my highest and greatest good. That's one of my, um, one of the keys that I, I use all the time. It's in my mind movie and it's something that I practice. So mm-hmm. whenever anything shows up in my life that, I don't like, I say I'm manifesting mm-hmm. only my highest and greatest good. And that means that by accepting that, it can only be serving me, even if I don't really like it. In mm-hmm. the it could have, you know, something down the line to, to empower me. But what I was actually doing is I was then saying when things weren't showing up that I was creating or where things were showing up I didn't want to create, I said, oh, it's my highest and greatest good, you know. But then what I was actually doing is I was disempowering myself by leaving more and more of the yeah. process out of my hands. Oh, um, mm-hmm. the, the journey and the destination is going to be my highest and greatest good. No, you, you still have to be <laughs> deliberate, right? Still be deliberate yes. with your, uh, with your creation. Um, but yeah, it, you can have these little gremlins that slip in now and then mm-hmm. that try and like trick mm-hmm. you. The more, in, the mm-hmm. more, the more you get into work, right. And the more, um, the more you step into your power, mm-hmm. the trickier your mind has to be to kind of um, maneuver around you. 
but, um, yeah. but definitely complete and utter responsibility for everything is yeah. the number one yeah. practice. How can I feel better about things that happened to me in the past? And this is kind of off of the one you just said, so. How can I feel better about things that happened to me in the past? Why yeah. do you care? It's done. Yeah. It's, it's done. Yeah. The past yeah. is literally an illusion. And that is the, the yeah. practice of accepting and, and understanding the reality of that will take time. I would say, um, me personally, after, when did I get into positive thinking stuff? Probably when I was about 18. So what are we talking, 17 years? After 17 years of practicing, you know, positive mental attitude, visualization, goal setting, all of this stuff, it was only when I was in Santa Fe that I finally let go. Matter to matter. My so the thing that I'm saying about um, letting it go and just forgetting about it doesn't matter. I understand that that can be a process that takes years to achieve. I get that. However, you need to get to the point where you, rep you realize that it's done it is the past the only thing that it should serve right now is to give you some lessons to carry with you so wisdom is a memory without the emotional charge mm -hmm. i don't remember where i got that from but it's not mine i can't claim it i wish i could love it but take the experience extrapolate take out the lessons and mm -hmm. let the rest go is done the yes. only power it has over your future is what yes. you carry into your future the choices you make in the present um, so I think I have time for one more. There was quite a few on, on motivation asked in a couple different ways. So, um, what would you say is, what is the best way to stay motivated to, yeah. to sum all up? What would you say is the best advice? What's the most effective way for somebody to stay motivated on their path? Okay. I actually, um, put a quote on the Facebook page yesterday or the day before. Let me find it. And I'll, I'll okay. read it out. Reason being, I think that it pretty much encapsulates everything that I'm going to expand on in just a moment. Let me just find it real quick. Okay. When my phone decides it wants to work. Because right now it, it doesn't really want to work. <laughs> Which is awkward. <laughs> Which is decided. <laughs> really Never. <laughs> Never. I got like, I got like three minutes and I got to get on another call. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get it. 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 Uh, we're going to get it. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Get it together. On. Manifest it faster. Come on. It's all inside you. Let's go, <laughs> pal. Get it together. Ah. Ah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not showing up. It's not showing up. Okay. Showing up. Give us basically, in short, in, in very short order, if you're doing what you're supposed to do and what you're doing is in line with your purpose and what you're doing is your dream, as in it's what is encoded in you for what you're supposed to do, you're not going to need to be motivated because you're going to be so filled with passion for what you're doing that you're going to get up in the morning wanting to do it. You're going to not want to go to sleep because you're so happy doing it in, in the moment. So what I would say is this, 
if you are that demotivated that you have to come on the internet and ask a complete and utter stranger how to motivate yourself, have a think about whether you should really be doing it. That being said, there's definitely some really great tools out there that you can use to apply to situations where you have to do something. I would say get to know yourself. Do, um, go to 16personalities.com, find out what your personality type is and start to employ some tools on there. Find someone that does a motivational mind map. Hit me up on Twitter, at DMPOTB. I will direct you to the person who I interviewed for a podcast this morning who does just that. He gets people's motivational mind map and finds out by dissecting their personality what things motivate them as a person. But the number one, number one trick for staying motivated is do what naturally comes to you as, as, as being uh, a passion as being in line with your authentic self, with your mm-hmm. truth, with your mission, with your purpose, and then you won't need to be motivated because it's yeah. what you want to do. Or should I say, you will not be so demotivated that you need to yeah. seek advice on how to be motivated. Not to say there'll be days when you don't really feel like it, that's right. when everything comes in, but we're not talking right. about the odd day when you kind of don't feel like doing it Low or doing something sure. else. Because that's waves, yeah. there's waves of emotions and connections. Yeah. But as a general principle, if you're waking up for the last six months not wanting to go to college, you're not studying the right thing. If you wake up every day not wanting to go to work, you're not in the right job. No, I'm so glad you answered that way because there was another question on there about how do you, how do I continue to stay passionate about something, and and that that was exactly the first thought through my head was you're not passionate, you're not finding your your passion that's inside, and once you do, you, there's no question on staying motivated because it was it's what drives you every day. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I know you've got to go. I'm having so much fun with this. I can't wait to do this next week. I know. Okay. Um, and what we'll do um, to those listening, uh, we will put a transcription of this on Facebook um, at Insight Unlimited. There'll be a link to Emily. Emily has got um, page there, uh, websites and all that will be there. We'll transcribe it. We may put this video up um, in clips even um, around the different questions. We'll definitely put the audio up in clips around different questions um, and everyone who's asked questions on Quora will get you a, a transcript of your answer. Perfect. Beautiful. Okay. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love you too. Be well. Love Have a great too. day. Weather looks lovely where you are. I'm a bit jealous Beautiful. right now. Mm. Okay. Hey, we just went through four days of grand rain. So really I manifested a super sunny day. <laughs> Send me one as well, please. Okay. I will. <laughs> My love to Scott. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.